Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You know I've been talking about earned media value for quite some time on this podcast. My friends at Eisenberg have just raised the bar on earned media benchmarks with their social index. Social Index now gives you globally earned media values across a growing list of six geographies for all your KPIs across the top seven social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. You can now visualize these values for deeper analysis, and they have a look-back window over two years of historical comparisons. Social Index is updated daily. Don't get stuck with old data. Over 1,000 companies have used the social index to understand the ROI of their social campaigns. And if you work with a social agency, you should demand they incorporate earned media values into your reports. Get your earned media value for social content. Visit earnedmediavalues.com slash Allen. Again, that's earnedmediavalues.com slash A-L-A-N. For all of us, it's about predicting where the consumer is going and getting half of it right. One of the things we want to do is create ads that don't suck. Embracing change creates great possibility. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Today on the show, I've got Laura Paz, who's the Regional Senior Marketing Manager at Subway and has responsibility for the Latin American markets. We've heard a lot of talk about artificial intelligence and the use of artificial intelligence or AI and machine learning, among other types of technologies in marketing these days. It's really hard to talk to just about anybody without the topic coming up. But few people have I met that have actually implemented it in some form or fashion. And so Laura today is going to talk to us about a program that they're using to optimize their paid social campaigns how they went about it, the results that they've achieved, and the type of partner that they're working with today using this technology to help improve their marketing efforts. I hope you enjoy the show. Well, Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Alan, for having me. Well, so I want to start off today to get to know you a little bit better. And I love asking this question, which is, what experience of your past defines and makes up who you've become? Hmm, that's a tough one. So I don't think it's just one specific aspect. I think that through life and through many experiences, you get to be who you are and, of course, evolving every time. I might say that I was born into an entrepreneurial family. And 
as an entrepreneur, they, of course, faced up and downs through life. And it was really nice when everything was going really well. They always say like, hey, we have to be really smart because at some point things could go wrong. And when things could go wrong and they went wrong, of course, they were always striving to learn, to gain more knowledge and to prefer for the future and to continue striving for more and to achieve any goals through any circumstance they have. I think that that kind of struggle at some points of a kind of perseverance to keep afloat and to go further has built a lot of me and for me to be, you know, very pursuing always my goals. So I think that that part in, in my family has helped me to be who, am I, who I am today. What fuels you? What keeps you going? What drives you personally? Personally, I'm a mom. I have two kids and, I, well, my family basically trying to find a balance, of course, between my personal and my career. That has been uh, really impactful in my life and to see them grow, to see them learn each day. I think that that's the passion I have today in life. Well, good. Well, I should have started this interview off saying, I think this is my first interview in Colombia, I think is where you are right now. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I'm currently based in Miami, but I'm right now in Colombia in my hometown, Cartagena. Ah, nice. So if we hear traffic in the background, it's the Colombian traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> we have a lot here too. <laughs> <laughs> well, so can you tell me a little bit about your role at Subway and what you oversee there? Well, I work for the Latin American office and we oversee the region. We have more than 4,000 shops in our region and I work for the marketing team, building brands, specifically growth strategies, implementing marketing calendars, and of course, achieving growth. Okay. I think I've got this number right. I know you've got over 4,000 restaurants in Latin America. Yes. So, you know, can you describe the challenges or, or opportunities of going to market in all those different countries? Challenges. Well, during the past two years, our economies in Latin America have suffered. They've been slowing down. I think that we have, as a company, great opportunities of still continue developing. It has been challenging due to devaluation of currencies in the past two years. I think that we have many opportunities too to continue growing and positioning brand in countries. Okay, great. What does your mix look like across those different countries in terms of your marketing mix? So what are the, all the types of tactics that you're deploying? We have, as far as media, we use traditional and non-traditional media, specifically digital. It's coming up really big now. And of course, we're making ourselves smarter to activate more across those platforms. And then we have as platforms of communication, we have, of course, brand building campaigns, we have promotional value program windows. And of course, uh, part of it, it's gonna be a, a lot around innovation and innovation of new products, innovation of our shops. So that's a big one for 20, it has been a big one for 2017. It will continue to grow. Hmm. Okay, and uh, what's the, types of innovations that you're deploying at the different retail shops? Fresh Forward is a new design for our shops. And then across products, we are working a lot to make our products more relevant in every single country, bringing new and engaged flavors to have a, an even more or a higher appeal into our consumers. Hmm. Okay. And so you talked about all the different media you're using, traditional as well as digital how do you look at ROI today? 
where are the numbers that you're looking at? Are they coming from your media partners? Do you do your own studies? We do our own studies. We have, of course, shared information through our media partners and through, of course, internal KPIs. Okay. And so we were introduced because you're starting to use artificial intelligence in media buying. Can you describe you know, what you're doing with AI today, how that works? Okay. So we started working with a new startup that was created from our current creative agency down here in Colombia. And they started this company called Grand Tech. They reach out and say, hey, we have this new platform that will definitely benefit your media buys through Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Google. And we say like, well, how does it work? And they were, you know, explaining all through artificial intelligence. So we started testing and we've achieved really good results up to now. Okay. Can you describe what the results have been so far in market? Yes. So, and I'm going to explain you a little bit how it works. Yeah, that'd be great. So basically what this does, what the traditional way of working is like our media partners, of course, will have a team that is working with our posts in, let's say, Instagram, Facebook, or in Google, and they optimize it manually. So what this platform of AI does is that it takes our creative and it tests our creative among not only the different messages that we want to attain, but the different vehicles of mediums that we want to reach out. So let's say they test in both Facebook or Instagram. So they take this information or our assets, they test it for a day. And then afterwards, what they do is they analyze which are the the audiences that are going to be most impactful with our communication and also our asset, which is the creative asset that is going to attain more engagement upon our consumers. So after they test this during one day, they process this through an algorithm. I'm not technical at all. I'm trying to explain as better as, as possible. They use this algorithm that actually tests around thousands of thousands of ways of actually posting this communication. And when, of course, they deploy this artificial intelligence mechanism, what it does is that it actually deploys targeting the best audience possible, which is reflecting in our optimization of at least 50% of what we are buying today. So it's a lot. So it's not that they buy through this artificial intelligence platform, we get a cheaper CPE or CPV or et cetera, CPV metrics. No, it's, it's actually super optimized to make it more effective to attain your audience's consumers and to generate, you know, engagement and clicks or whatever you're seeking for. Interesting. Thank you for that description. So where did you first deploy this new product and new solution, if you will? We started a test in Argentina. It was the first country we tested on. We did it like for a month and then we saw the results because of course we weren't sure that this was going to work or not. So we tested and after the test, the results reflected like a 60% optimization versus what to what we had before. So of course we deployed nationally. Right, right. And so how many countries are you in now? Six. Six, Six countries. countries? Yes. In which we all, of course, tested beforehand. Okay. Okay. And what have been the results so far? 
in average, we're generating at least 50% of optimization than before. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, it is. So um, I want to get back to this testing, if you will. So just to clarify for listeners, what all are you testing? What aspects of the media itself or the message? Are you testing message or creative? I just want to make sure that they're real clear on what you, what's included and what's excluded from what you're doing. What we test is both, of course, for, for us to, to migrate to these kind of platforms, we have to reflect our stakeholders that is more effective to what we're using today. So that's why we test everything that we do. We deploy in countries beforehand to have, you know, to be completely sure that it's better to, it's a better solution to what we have today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So now when we go to testing in each country, we test our creatives, the creatives that we're going to use for, let's say, a digital campaign. And then we test through, we give the agency, hey, this is our target audience. This is what we want to achieve. We brief them on it. And then they go into testing with the platform to actually compare if what we're doing, if the results are better to what we're doing today. And of course, because the optimization is made through an artificial intelligence platform versus a team of people that, of course, don't have all the hours and all the time to make all the or to analyze all the different variables that we can buy on. Of course, this is generating and more impact in our media buys than beforehand okay so you're you're testing ultimately you're trying to it's not a creative assessment you're not testing necessarily the different creatives but you're trying to get the right medium match to the right creative is that right correct usually when we start a buy we give around five assets to data grant and they assess based on you know our objectives which is the creative and which is the audience that will better or we're more you know that it's going to be more reachable and more effective to target we analyze a little bit of both so i have to say there's a lot of talk of AI, but very little that I've seen applied in the real world of marketing, which makes what you're doing pretty impressive. Were you skeptical at first? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, we didn't believe it at first. Like, you know, when they were, you know, telling us about it, I'm like, eh, no, there's no way. No, 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 no. So that's why we said, okay, we're going to start doing this little by little. Let's test in one market. Let's test in another one. 
And, you know, results <laughs> had shown us that it's a really good thing. But of course, uh, we were skeptical at the beginning. What made you try it? Was it just the scientist in you to want to, to wanna test something new? Or what got you over the hump? I think that right now with the technology and everything shifting, we have to test everything. And we need to understand how marketeers, you know, how can we do a better job across everything? And I think technology is that opportunity that we we're facing today that could support all our teams to be better, to have a better performance. So I think that we're super in, we're in, right now in our team, we're super open of testing everything that could have a, a better result. Interesting. And so the funny thing when we were talking before I thought about this was that this new product, this new technology application actually came from your creative partner who has spun out a new company called Datagrand to do this. Why do you think they did that? (laughs) Well, let's see. I think that, you know, they hear a lot of clients trying to leverage the digital platforms a lot. I know that we continuously say we need to be smarter, we need to make it better, we need to engage more, we need to bring more solutions into the table. Because of course we're, you know, and not only us, but lots of brands are investing more and more in digital, but we have to make it really effective and really smart to actually contribute towards the business and the ROI. So I think they've heard a lot about this. So maybe they were trying to to find a solution to better support their clients, I'm assuming. Right. And so when you guys started, they did not have the paid social media responsibilities. They were just a creative partner. Is that right? Correct. They were managing the digital creative side of it, but not the buys. Interesting. So do you think their background coming from a creative side impacts, you know, their success with this new technology or? Yeah, I think so. And trying to find solutions. Creative agencies are always trying to find solutions into involving brands, positioning brands, etc. So uh, I think that that definitely supported them. So I guess what tips or advice would you have for marketers thinking about either AI or machine learning or, or other new technologies? We need to be super open to it and we need to gain more knowledge each day. Marketing has shifted. The future is now. It's not in the future. We're living it. And we need to work with through smart analytics. We need to work through big data. We need to work with machine learning, etc. Because it's how the world works today. And even though traditional media is the biggest medium right now, I think that it will continue to shift and for us marketeers to find our target and to effectively engage them, we need lots of lots of big data and we need to perform better in those areas. So I think that the only tip is we have to be very open and test everything that comes along, even though it's out of our comfort zone. I think that our budget should include a, you know, a specific part of it evolving and, and, and testing new solutions that could be the silver bullet of the future. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's smart, you know, is setting aside a portion of your budget to test new things and to try to optimize. I think there's a lot of debate among people I talk to about, you know, the use of technology, especially when we start talking about AI and machine learning, that it might actually impact the creativity. And I'd love, you know, having done this, at least in, in social paid social realm, do you feel like it's it's hurt the creative process or has it enhanced it? 
Not at all. I think that creative agencies are learning now. I think it's a it's an actual opportunity of knowing how to correctly and you know effectively know how to pursue your consumers. It's like doing, I don't know, let's say focus groups, but every single week or every single day. So I think it's a really good opportunity for them to understand also and to learn each day how to be more relevant into the communication with our consumers. Great. Well, so stepping back from what you're doing, from all this technology talk and even Subway, I usually find that marketers are students of what the world is around them. You know, are there brands or companies that you follow or that you think others should be taking notice of? I follow a lot of them. I follow big companies such as Coke, you know, the, the more traditional marketeers of the world, the Cokes, the Pepsi, the Proctors, Unilever, etc. And of course, the technology ones, right? Because those are the ones that are right now leading the world. But also I'm trying to focus a lot in, in new startups and trying to learn from these startups because, you know, there's so much out there and big companies, of course, they have a more traditional way of, of exposing their strategies, uh, campaigns, but I've learned a lot. I, I continue, you know, to read every single day about startups, how they do it. I'm feeling a lot of passion and learning from across many of them, not just one, but many of them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you think about startups and the, you know, watching them and, and studying them, what are you taking away from how they're doing things versus these big companies? They are okay with not having great results and they manage really great failure. I think that that's how they're achieving a lot. Of course, when we're in big companies, it's harder. We have a lot, you know, stakeholders. We need to achieve constant results. So I think that in the startup world, they have that part that, you know, it's okay to fail. Let's do it again. Let's try again. And in a more easy way, let's say, or in a more, yeah. Right. So just that notion of being able to fail and learn from it and move and pivot. You think bigger companies should be trying to adopt that? Correct. It's not that they don't adopt it because, of course, you know, in all companies, we have wins and we have failures. But having a smaller company and having a startup, I think that, you know, all those investors are are used to it. So I think that that's one of the main, main differences that startups have compared to big companies. Oh, good. Well, last question for you. I'm curious, you're already in the future, I think, using technology and <laughs> what you're doing. But what do you think the future of marketing is going to look like? Smart data. I'm a marketeer, so I think that we are continuously evolving into gathering huge, huge data, but being smart about it. How are we going to now utilize it to achieve better goals? And it's all going to be about data, but smart one, of course, <laughs> not having just data <laughs> just for the sake of having it, but how to translate that into effective strategies. Right, right. Very smart. Very smart. Well, thank you so much, Laura, for coming on the show today. Thank you so much, Alan, for having me. It was a great time. Marketing Today is brought to you by Atomic. Atomic focuses on unleashing the growth potential for clients we serve. Atomic is a strategic consultancy specializing in business, marketing, brand, and innovation. Our singular goal is to help you accelerate your efforts with the right mix of expertise, analysis, and creativity. Check us out at atomic.com. A-T-O-M-C-K. Hi, it's Alan again. 
Marketing Today was created and produced by me with project management by Sarah Williams, audio production by Aaron Campbell, writing and editing by Kevin Greeley, social media support by Megan Woods, art and graphic design by Sarah Dell. If you're new to Marketing Today, please feel free to write us a review on iTunes or your favorite listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends and colleagues about the show. We love to hear from listeners at info at atomic, A-T-O-M-C-K dot com. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.